0: up close and virtual with me Katie Chu. In each episode I'll be joined by a guest where we'll be chatting about our experience of starting and running a business, the lessons that we've learned along the way, we'll be sharing our top tips and of course best practice. Expect to be entertained, enlightened and empowered. Happy listening! I'm delighted to welcome another award-winning virtual assistant, Joanne Manville, as my guest on my Up Close and virtual podcast this week. Joanne was an executive PA for 10 years before transitioning to becoming a VA. She launched Joanne Manville virtual assistants back in 2015 where she's built an impressive team of specialist associates who support business owners, coaches and entrepreneurs. Joanne has won not only the UK Outstanding Virtual Assistant Award in 2020, but in 2022, she also won Small Business of the Year in the Devon Women's Business Awards. Joanne also founded the Southwest Virtual Assistant Collaboration for existing and and aspiring virtual assistants, a place to support the VA ethos of collaboration, not competition. Joanne, welcome to the show. It's such a pleasure to have you here. I can't wait to hear all about your business journey. Let's start with you telling the listeners how you got to where you are now.
1: Uh, Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a real pleasure. Um, So, uh, as you mentioned, uh, my background prior to being a VA was as an EA, but that wasn't always the case. I didn't initially come from an EA background. Mm -hmm. Um, When I left college and university, uh, I did some temping work with the idea of if I was temping, I could test out a few different companies and see what sort of work I liked. And um, that led me eventually into being a mortgage consultant. Oh my goodness! So okay. I became a mortgage consultant, uh, then progressed to area manager for for the organisation. Um, but eventually, left that career uh, in my twenties. Um, the mortgage industry and the the you know the financial industry and housing crises uh, it was getting really really tricky. And I also recognised at that time that my strengths were not in sales but that I did so well in those roles because my strengths were in customer service and admin. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that had always sort of been where my heart had lay, you know, from a young child, I've always been an organiser. And I guess that thread has always carried through. So it was when I left there, I then took a job as an admin manager. um, And and really, really loved that. It was supposed to be a maternity cover role. Um, She said she wasn't coming back. She did. Um I then left there and took my first PA role. Um and the rest is history, Amazing. as I say. <laughs>
0: I, I think I think you might be our first mortgage consultant <laughs> in the previous life, yes. I'm guessing that that sort of level of experience in terms of the sort of finance elements of running yeah. a business must have been really yeah. Really enlightening for you in terms of running your own business now, weren't they?
1: it is yeah and and alongside admin, I've always been interested in finance, you know when I was a little girl, and they say, you know what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a bank manager for goodness sake, you know, so finance you know an admin uh, has always been a thread, you know, I always enjoyed maths at school, I always enjoyed writing stories um and I guess you know it's come together and it's coming. Really handy. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds
0: as if it's all kind of, you know, all of those building blocks do sort of come yeah. together at some point or another to fit the last piece of the jigsaw puzzle together. Totally. Did you feel that the progression from EA to VA was a sort of natural one for you?
1: um Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think um, PA to EA is a big step yes in terms of becoming less i mean pa's now are more doers than they perhaps were back when i started mm-hmm. uh, but my early PA roles did have a lot of responsibility I was running an office while the MD was away I was the only person there you know dealing with logistics and all sorts of stuff shipping uh air fresheners uh, all over the world yeah. um so you know in, even in a PA role I had a bit of responsibility but I think then when I became an EA um I was actually managing people again sort of for the first time yeah um, so I'd stepped away from managing, which I did in as the mortgage consultant role. Mm-hmm. Went back into that as an EA running the PA team, yeah. um, and absolutely loved it. Yeah, you know, really enjoyed that part of things and having the responsibility as an EA. Um, and whilst there is a you know a shift change as a VA, because you're you're doing the doing you're doing the strategy for your clients, but you're also got that other hat of running your own business, which is not for everybody um
0: I I think that actually that's a really good point to stress that the difference between being employed as a yeah. or a PA or whatever versus being a virtual assistant and the elements of running your own business are massive things that people don't always take yeah. into consideration because yeah uh, and, and, and it's massive.
1: not for everybody is yeah, it absolutely not no definitely I, not. I think you know some people take to it like a duck to water some you know get there um and are very successful but it, it takes us a while sometimes to 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 work it all out and get it straight in your head and find the time to do both things yeah uh, and equally you know there's plenty of people i know that became vAs did it for a bit and actually that side of it just didn't didn't suit them and have gone back to being a pa an employed pa yeah and that's that's fine too i think as long as you you work out where your lane is um and you're happy there, then it doesn't really matter.
0: I agree, I absolutely agree. And I think it's like anything, it's that sort of, if if it's an itch that you need to scratch, scratch it, you're not gonna lose yeah. anything by doing it, but yeah. just be aware of the implications of running your own business because they are just yeah. very different. Yeah. Did you find the process of actually setting up your business? Um, because, you know, setting up a business from scratch and from yeah. a piece of paper, is, can be quite a daunting task how did you find yeah. that
1: so I resigned from the PA job that I was doing at the time so you went cold turkey you I went cold turkey
0: Clean yeah so-
1: I went cold yeah. turkey wow um and I I had saved up a few months salary
0: yeah.
1: um my husband was very supportive emotionally <laughs> and everything else yes. um and you know, he'd said, I know you can do it. So I just handed him my notice and did it. Um and I spent, you know, two or three months researching, setting up. Um, I didn't do a, a VA course. No. Um, I worked I decided to work it out for myself in hindsight. I would do it differently. We'll probably talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just scoured the internet, worked out what I needed to do, um, and networked as much as possible during that time before getting my first client
0: i think that's yeah i I mean it is learning on the job can sometimes be the best way of learning um yeah what advice would you give you know for for anybody who is at that juncture of actually just setting up starting out Mm.
1: if i had my time again katie I, i would do one of the you know va trainers courses yeah um I think at the time I didn't want to pay out the money, if I'm honest, you know, and but I think that's short-sighted. Yeah, it's um, an investment. It is. Yeah, it team. is. It is an investment. Is, yes. And I think I I think had I done that, it would have escalated my progress in the early days. I would have got my first client quicker, yeah. I expect. I mean, yeah. that's not, a, a, a you know, it's not necessarily the case. But I suspect that that that, you know, would have escalated things. Um It definitely gives
0: it it it's it's the hurdles that you and I learnt when we set up our businesses yeah. disappear if you go down the coaching and mentoring route because you've got somebody tall intents and purposes who's sort of being slightly prescriptive. You know, you need to do this, yeah. you need to make sure you've yeah. got that. You you know, yeah. you'll need X, Y, and Z. So you you're right, it, it you get to that early you get
1: the framework a lot quicker don't you you still have got your individuality your own personality and to a degree I really enjoyed that discovery phase and finding my own way successfully Um, but maybe to have somebody holding my hand along the way would have have been helpful.
0: (laughs) It's it's a uh, it's not, I mean, not lonely in a sort of, you know, slightly depressing way, but it is, you are master of your own destiny. And unless you have perhaps a really trusted person that you can lean in on and, and kind of do the help, I need a bit of extra. It, it can be quite daunting and challenging and all that sort of thing so that coach or mentor but we'll come on and talk about that in a bit more detail yep. but I mean it can be really invaluable Now, in terms of growing your business because I think actually most people who are starting out in, on this sort of journey again for a want of a better word that's the thing that is in the forefront of their head you know here I am yep. day one how am I going to get my clients yep. um how did you grow your business and then from there grow it again to take on the associates? How, how did that happen, Joanne?
1: Um, Good question. So (laughs) I, it was never my intention when I set up to have a team of associates, she says. (laughs) Um, I'd done management in a mortgage consultant role. I'd done management in a PA role and I was like, I'm done with managing. It was neither of them were problematic, so it wasn't through a bad experience. Um, I was just like, I just want it to be me, you know. I'll just fill my day, Um, but it's not who I am, Katie. I, you know, I, you know, I'm I'm the seven year old girl that loved getting the brownie badges, you know. Um, I, I I. like attaining that next level that next thing and and I don't know you know I've explored this quite a lot with other people actually is it's not that I've got a particular goal to get to I just like doing the best job I can possibly do and that leads me wherever on its way and it was it was existing clients really saying can you do this you know we'd have a quarterly review or whatever and can you do that for me and I was like ah. Not really my thing but yeah. i'll find somebody who can and that's where it came from snowballed yeah
0: and and just going back a step from there what about growing your business from a client based point of view i mean how do you go about sort of acquiring you know that consistent churn yeah. new clients because we all know they come and they go and yeah. you know, how did you yeah that point
1: in the early days it was social media um in tiny social media. LinkedIn brought me a lot of leads in in the early days. I I'm, I'm I'm quite strict on recording all my leads and where they come from. Yeah. Um uh, and LinkedIn was was quite high up there, but I suppose when I didn't have clients, I spent a lot of time on social media, um mm-hmm. Twitter and Twitter hours and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but then as I said, you know, I got time on my hands, so I networked networked and networked and you know, what I always say to people is, you know, look on Eventbrite, find events in your area, mm-hmm. whether they're of interest to you or not, go to them. You know, openings of car showrooms, no interest in to me in buying the car. But the people that can it's afford that time. type of car are the people that I want as clients. Exactly. Um, so I, I literally went to everything and I and, you know, started getting clients through through networking and and, you know, reinforcing those or keeping in touch with those relationships through social media. Um, and that's where it's grown and it still holds me in good stead today to be honest yeah
0: and if you I mean I know you're probably like me if you look at those analytics between the sort of comparison between the social media acquisition client acquisition and the the networking acquisition could you particularly pinpoint which one was more successful or do you think
1: oh oh yeah absolutely because I you know I sort of did the the, I love an excel spreadsheet did the percentages (laughs) um and obviously I, I I, I've i still got the same spreadsheet. The same spreadsheet is still going from day one. But I can't. What would, is have helpful to, yeah, is yeah, would have
0: been. Yeah, would
1: have been able to see those analytics year on year would be quite interesting and see how that percentage has changed. But there was definitely more social media in the early days. Um, there was a period where, the, you know, the website was really bringing in a lot of stuff um now it's it's definitely still networking and client referrals now, obviously, as you know, when you become an established v a um it's so much easier to get the referrals from oh, your from yeah. your clients and it just it comes a lot easier um and also you know through network, you know one of our biggest clients is somebody that one of my former clients gave up his self employed business and went to work for them, so you know things work. In a roundabout way, and you never know where that lead's going to come the from. Three hundred and
0: sixty of life. Oh, I totally. I'm, I'm, yeah. On a personal note, I'm, I've am i got a, my daughter has just qualified to be a nurse, and she's done all of her training within the Oxford University Hospitals Group, where yeah. she was born. Oh, amazing! <laughs> that that three hundred and sixty thing, you know, yeah. you just you never know where these yeah. things are going to take you, and totally. they always come round. They, they do. do. So be
1: nice you. to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you never know
0: (laughs) jolly well don't tell us about the southwest virtual assistance collaboration I'm really interested in this I think this is a fabulous idea I really do oh
1: thank you um so I decided that I wanted to meet up with more VAs locally yeah and at the time um I was in so when I was employed I was in the Exeter PA network I was a founding (laughs) member joined that in 2012 um, and there was more and more people that had been PAs were turning up to that who were now VAs.
0: Okay.
1: Um, yeah. and I just thought it would be nice to, you know, reach out to find out more people, you know, because the people that went to the, the VAs that went to the PA network were former PAs, but I knew that there was a lot more VAs out there, um, that it'd be really nice to to learn from. And as you say, collaboration is the name of the game with, with VAs um so it was I think it was February uh pre-covid yeah. and I put some feelers out on social media would anybody be interested in a you know a group for VAs and the response was really good um so we had our first face-to-face meeting in, in March oh, my <laughs> and we know what happened from there um so we went online from there um now we're back to a combination of both okay. um and we've got over 100 members. There's no fee to join. Um, we just have sort of monthly, six monthly get togethers, whether it's sometimes we do like a newbie session where we're, Rachel and I have a Q&A for, for new people. Sometimes it's just to get to know each other. Sometimes we have a guest speaker um and, and sometimes we get together and have a christmas party you know
0: <laughs> excellent now that sounds like a very good reason. <laughs> I like the idea of a christmas party and i know you say southwest and is it, are you limited to the southwest or have yeah. you sort of opened the doors further? we
1: are we are southwest um but the southwest as you know covers quite a big area a heck of a big area so yeah we welcome everybody from the isle of Wight up through wiltshire and bristol uh and across so uh, we do cover quite a, a wide area it, uh, you know when you're working on zoom that's great it's more of a challenge if you want to try and meet face to face with people because you know the southwest geography is um not the most forgiving when it comes to travel
0: just remind me you're based you're in devon aren't you
1: yes so i'm in newton abbott uh yeah. in teambridge yeah
0: lovely
1: but Very i was cool. an exeter when i set it up
0: yeah, yeah so, okay
1: yeah, oh, yeah. Brilliant. but they're, they're a fantastic group so we mainly uh chat on LinkedIn uh and support each other. We've got like a referrals program where, you know, if somebody wants to set up a zero account, they can use somebody else's link so they get a kick back. You know, we're just very supportive with lovely, you know, things like that. And it, it's really nice to to have people locally as well as nationally.
0: And assumably the focus isn't just to support existing VAs. I mean, no. you know, it's a kind of nice easy intro for people who want
1: to become vAs it, it completely is yeah and and in fact um last so it, in june i think it was i met a lady at a networking event locally who said she wanted to become a va um and i think i chewed her head off with everything she needed to do to set up and i think she le- I think she left the networking event a little bit overwhelmed yeah. um, but she contacted me she, she's contacted me several times over the last few months for advice on this that and the other and she joined the va group um you know, to get support. And she sent me a message this week to say she just got her first client. So um, it's amazing. And I think, again, that's like you were saying earlier. And another example of how collaborative the community is, is, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to give my time to people considering the industry because I think it's a fantastic industry to be in.
0: Yeah, I wanted to touch on the collaboration element of the world that we work in with you because it's been a huge surprise to me actually is a female led business yeah it has been massively surprising how collaborative and mm. supportive it is well what are your thoughts
1: totally i totally agree with you i saw a linkedin post a few weeks ago and and this lady had uh, a business owner locally that i i know had said something about how frustrated she was as a female business owner that other women business owners were not collaborative and supportive. And I was really shocked um, because that's totally not what I've experienced through being a VA, whether that's the case in, in other industries, you know, potentially it could be. But certainly in our industry, I, I've never yeah. experienced any of that. I
0: think it's really interesting. I I'm, I mean, I've been out of industry for such a long time, but I do remember um female leaders yeah. being actually so focused on fighting their way to the top that the last yeah. thing that they could really take on in addition was supporting other female leaders. Mm. I think everybody was you know jostling in elbows for those very few and far between top positions. Yeah. Um, whereas our industry is completely different. There is so yeah. much opportunity for yeah. everybody out there. Yeah. But actually, I don't think any of us feel perhaps as threatened as no. leaders yeah. have female leaders have been historically.
1: No, and, and I think when you're self-employed, you're already at the top of your company, aren't you? Exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> nowhere else to go. Exactly. Well, um, down. Down. Yes. <laughs> but can't that's like, it's only your own fault. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um i just found it incredibly supportive, yeah. um, and I will admit, you know, when I first started out and started growing my my team, I thought, oh, I'm not going to have anybody in my team locally mm-hmm. um, because that's competition. Um, and you know, I soon and now realized, that you down the road. I, I soon realised the case very, very quickly that that wasn't the case, and obviously set up the collaboration. So
0: no, it's brilliant. What's your favorite thing about being a virtual assistant if if you could put one thing down on a piece of
1: paper what would it be um just seeing that change in your client's business that's the that's the big win isn't it yeah absolutely um, it's such a reward um you know even if that means you're fired because they have to take on staff <laughs> you know <laughs> you know it you to see that you've done that for them or with them rather um is is just fabulous it is and I
0: think it's that reveling in their success as a result of the effort and the work that you've done and I I couldn't agree with you more I I absolutely love that if you were to be sat in front of somebody who's saying I want to be a VA you know this is my dream da 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 What's the one piece of advice that you would give that individual sitting in front oh,
1: of you? Just to go, absolutely go for it. What was really interesting is I attended a networking event today and the the gentleman on stage shared um, a quote, I think, that was from, um, I don't know whether it was Tinkerbell that said it. Um, what if I fall... Ah, but what if you fly, <laughs> you know? Oh, and yeah. and he, was, he was talking about, you know, taking that chance. If you don't take that chance, then you're never going to know. But if you do take that chance, at least you've tried. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, then at least you know you've not really lost anything. Um, I disagree with you. More. And, and I just thought that that, you know, when he said that, I was like, you know, that absolutely does relate to, uh, you know, it's take, it is frightening to take that jump. And like like I said earlier, you know, you can either start being a VA in your spare time or in your evenings while you've got a full-time job, if you want that security blanket, or you can do what I did and save your money and jump. Um, Rip the plaster off and just go for it. Totally. It's the best thing I ever did. Uh, You know, I absolutely love it. And everybody I talk to says, I can tell you love being a VA. (laughs) You know, I think we've all got that enthusiasm, haven't we, for what we do. Totally. Uh, Totally. And I think the joy... The the joy
0: is you're master of your own destiny. So you're you can prescribe what it is that you do and how you do it and when yeah. you do it. As long as you've got the foundations yeah. right about, you know, how much you need to earn, how you're going to earn that, you know, as long yeah. as you're doing the work to achieve. Your earning potential that, that you yeah. require, yeah. And I you know I I I just don't think that you can fail. I, you know, yeah. I really don't. I mean, it, it, it's hard work, but ultimately you're doing right. it for you. Yeah. Um. Your relationship with your clients tends to really drive your success. Yeah. as Well, I think it's a yeah. massive motivator for, yeah. for me. Um. And I you know I think you're right. Just just do it. Just. Yeah. Do
1: completely it. and I, I think like you just alluded to there Katie is whether you succeed or not is completely a hundred percent down to you it's if, if you fail can you honestly have said you did everything possible um you know sometimes you'll hear people say oh I'm not you know I, I've been trying to get new clients well what have you done you know shrug the shoulders I've do, done a few social media posts you know you really need to put yourself out there and and do stuff you know you can't expect to create a website and people to come knocking on your door exactly. um, you and really are creating your own destiny
0: also going back to your really good commentary with regards to sort of growing your business you can't rely on social media you know you can't yeah. rely on one strand of effort you know the the effort has to be across the board so it's the delivery for the clients that you have yeah the effort into selling yourself and your services and that's not easy and let's face it you know most of us who are starting our businesses are feeling quite self-conscious yeah. probably lacking in a bit of self-confidence or maybe even a lot of self-confidence so yeah. you know it, it you've got to be a bit brave but I think yeah. you can you know be brave put put the brave pants on and go Absolutely. for it really.
1: and ask for a feedback along the way because I think yeah. the fe- you know feedback helps you grow um especially the things that you didn't really want to hear um you know I love I love the things that I didn't really want to hear the things that I didn't do particularly well. Um, because I know then I can improve it to overcome that next time. And if people don't tell you that, then you can't overcome it, can you?
0: And you do, you don't learn anything. You exactly. just carry on bumbling around doing your own yeah. thing, and actually you're not really developing yourself or your business as a result. And I think actually this brings me back about we touched on the sort of mentoring and coaching. Now I know that that. You didn't when you set yours up. Have you since invested in any mentoring yes. or coaching? Have yes. Been interesting.
1: Yeah, I did. Um, so in the very early days, back in the mortgage consultant uh, idea. So when I set up, I thought I would specialise in supporting mortgage consultants. Yes. Just unlike me, who loved the admin, I knew from the team that I ran that a lot of them were great at the sales, but not good at the admin. Uh, and I figured actually I could be a VA supported mortgage consultant. So, um, so I rang Amanda Johnson um, because her husband's a mortgage consultant and we had a, a good chat back in the day. And then I, I didn't do anything for a while. Um, but yeah, Amanda's tribe is where I've pretty much ended up. <laughs>
0: And what a fantastic place to end! It up. is. <laughs> um, she is quite the most wonderful she lady. Is. I mean, if anybody deserves an OBE for commitment to our <laughs> industry, she's absolutely nice. up there.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I think you- I think a lot of her, and I I like her approach. I mean, I have done bits and pieces with with other coaches in the past that have been great, but you know, uh, Amanda is it just suits my style. She'll she'll tell me things straight she'd be like you're worrying about that it's ridiculous take it off your list and forget about it you know or oh, shut up Joanne what on earth are you talking about we've talked about this before are we going to talk about it again you know um so I've done you know I've been uh I had one-to-one coaching with her for a while um I've been in her membership group for many years um I go to her quarterly fondly named get shit done days yes um and um I, yeah I'm just a huge supporter um I'm very Honoured to be on the judging panel for the VA awards as well with her.
0: Which you've so, done an
1: amazing job. Oh, it's such an honour to do, it really yeah. is.
0: I, I mean, I read the list, was it yesterday or the day before that they all came out? Um, and I was just overwhelmed by yeah. the wonderful, wonderful yeah. VAs that are on that list. And yeah. you must work your socks off.
1: It, of there was a mammoth amount of entries in the category that I judged, I must say. So it did take a while. <laughs>
0: just coming back to Amanda and the sort of coaching and mentoring thing you know she Amanda is lovely she's no nonsense yeah I think you know there are there are lots of people out there who are doing it now and I think one of the things that we have to be really careful of is just making sure that anybody who's listening who's thinking about getting a coach or mentor is shop around don't absolutely. feel that you have to invest in the first one that hits you. Yeah, absolutely, talk, absolutely. Talk to everybody. Yeah, get references. Talk to other people. Talk to who absolutely. they've coached. You know, make yeah. sure that you feel a hundred percent. Yeah comfortable with the person that you and decide yeah
1: and everybody needs somebody different it's down to your own personality style you know amanda's style worked really well with me um equally there'll be other people that wouldn't be a good fit for for them or for or for amanda you know yeah um but um absolutely um and obviously the society of virtual assistants have got a list of approved trainers um so that's a really good place to start um Mm. just to mention that um, and and plenty of others.
0: And if you are part of those sort of networking groups, ask within those because you can... references really easily to through that so there are of but I would I think you're right you know I think if we start if we went back to the beginning and we're starting ourselves I think we probably both would have gone down that route yes in somebody definitely in terms of you and your business I know you said that you're not necessarily a planner but you you're an achiever where do you see your business in sort of five years time
1: This is really funny because Amanda had been trying to get me to do a three-month, 12-month, five-year plan for forever, Katie, forever. And I I gave in last year, Katie, and I did one.
0: (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Okay,
1: come on, still, And it was really good. (laughs) And actually, I'm meeting up with a VA uh, that also... um, it felt the same way we, we decided the one day right let's let's get together on zoom and let's do that plan so we did it together we're actually meeting up in november to go through it uh a year on to see where we got to which is really nice we've turned it into a okay. big working day and everything so it'd be really lovely oh, wow. um but i think for me you know i'm 47 now five years time if my maths is correct i'll be 52 um i've got a six-year-old daughter um who will be 11 Um, so you know, as an older mum, um, I'm conscious of my time with her. Uh, as I get older, so I guess the only the only sort of main uh thing for me is is perhaps stepping back a bit from the client work to give me more flexibility. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I I've managed over the last couple of years to have a really good uh work life harmony. Um. Sometimes it goes too far one way. Sometimes it goes too far the other way. <laughs> um, I think we all work hard to, to get that balance right. Um, yeah. But I think certainly going forward, um, you know, like we were talking about offline before we started recording, you know, the business is in a really good place. I feel I'm in a really good place. Um, you know, I'm not looking to take over the world or anything. Um, I'm really happy with where I'm at and I just want that to continue as it is for the foreseeable really Um uh, with... in
0: five years time with the daughter being 11 she's going to be transitioning up through yeah. into secondary school it's yeah. a massive change for them at that age. Yeah. um and actually funnily enough i found that my daughter at that age needed me more than she yeah. ever
1: needed me at oh moment. yeah she doesn't need me at the moment she's so independent yeah.
0: <laughs> very settled you know know, primary schools a breeze you know what's going on but that transition that sort of 11 12 is tough yeah so I think
1: that you know that that's my focus um you know going forwards is to reduce the still keep in touch and I and I never want to stop doing client work um I for me that's really really important um you know but it's a business
0: isn't it yeah yeah
1: if their businesses grow and you know they leave me and things change then you know that's fine and I can focus more on the other areas and supporting the team
0: that sounds great and I think you know all credit to you you'll definitely get there because I know oh, thank you brownie badges, <laughs> that is your achievement badge <laughs> the next years. I guess and I ask this of everybody who I talk to The VA industry is a really special environment. It's also going through a massive change. It's going through massive growth. What do you think is in store for the future for the VA industry?
1: I just think it's really exciting at the moment. Um, You know, COVID, as horrendous as it was, gave us a lot of opportunities. Um, It re-educated people as to... You know, a lot of people left employment and became self-employed, which is an opportunity for VAs. You know, the more businesses starting up, the better. Um, It got people working from home and realising that they don't have to have somebody in the office to be able to work with them again, which has opportunities. And there's obviously lots of technological changes which just seem to be happening so fast that, you know, we just need to embrace and utilise and, you know, adopt and not fight against. I just think it's a really exciting time. And I think, you know, the VA industry is still relatively unknown in the UK. There's still so many people I meet that haven't got a clue what it is. You know, so often people say, what do you do? I say I'm a VA. I I just expect them to know what it is now. Um, But you do still very often get that blank look. Um, You know, so there's still fantastic opportunities for us to continue educating people uh, Mm -hmm. and making the most of that. 100%. Hundred percent. It's still,
0: you know, we are as an industry in the UK, we are still very immature. I mean, the the industry only really started to to develop in the early what when two thousands, I guess. Um, you know, and actually, it's it's just grown and grown and grown and grown from yeah. that. You think if you reflect and look at places like the states, you yeah. know traditionally you know any American CEO would have a VA and oh yeah a VA and an EA you know yeah. been around for donkeys so we've yeah. got an awful lot of catching up to do we really we have
1: and I, but I also think there's an education piece around it because VAs in the UK are very different to expectations of VAs in some other countries uh, yeah um, yeah
0: to be nameless. No <laughs> or to remain I think you know there's
1: an opportunity to you know to educate people on how you know it's down to the PA EA thing again and uh the opportunity for us in those roles to have that strategic outlook and have you know really be a part of our clients businesses an integral part um, which is
0: what I find. And I excellent. think I, I do too. And I think, you know, going back to that sort of one thing of the thing one thing about the job that I really love is I always see myself as part and parcel of my client's business. You know, I'm yeah. not here I am, standalone virtual assistant doing my thing. I am very much part of yeah. that person, that client's business. Yeah. And I really yeah relish that you know yeah. they become my work besties they become yeah. you know it, it's more than just sitting remotely and churning out letters or yeah answering phones or you know whatever it might be it's a very different attitude yeah. that we have to the job in, in, yeah. in the industry joanne you have been amazing thank uh, you for having me <laughs> it's been really (laughs) good to
1: chat really good to meet you probably
0: (laughs) Um, a real kindred spirit and I just Think that you're doing an awesome job. You really are. And thank you for everything that you do and all the contributions you make and judging yeah. panels for the VA awards and all that sort of <laughs> thing. i fingers and toes crossed for a couple of yeah. little people on the list who I know personally. Oh, amazing. Um, so, and it was lovely to see them on the
1: list. Um, yeah, people have been very brave in stepping up and putting themselves and other people forward, uh, which is amazing to see. And
0: I've been doing this for forever and I have never. Ever have the courage to put myself forward (laughs) for an award? I mean, literally, hats off to everybody who goes put a submission in, let alone get onto that nomination list or shortlist, and then to win an award. And it takes—it's a lot of work to put those applications in. It's—it's so. Fingers crossed for the special people that I know, but thank you (laughs) for the time that you've taken to speak to me today, Um, and good luck with everything, and I'll look forward to keeping in touch.
1: Oh, lovely. Thank you for having me, Katie. It's been a pleasure.
0: Pleasure, pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to follow me and my guests on our social channels. All the details will be in the show notes. And please get in touch if you have any questions or topics that you might like to have covered in the next episodes, or even if you would like to be a guest yourself.